Hey, what's going on? It's McCabe from the Afternoon Mix, and I recently had the pleasure to catch up with singer-songwriter Lucas Graham to talk about his new song, Wish You Were Here, working with Ryan Tedder, and his new album, Pink. You can hear all about it right now on the Mix New Music Club podcast. It is 101.9 The Mix. It's McCabe, and right now joined by the very talented singer-songwriter Lucas Graham. How are you? I am great. Thank you very much for taking some time out of your day to talk to me. Thank you as well. Where are you joining us from? I am in Los Angeles, California. Oh, bummer. It must be must be terrible there right now. It's horrible. I mean, I really like seasons and it's so beautiful back home right now with uh, all the autumn colors. But uh, I'll get to I'll get to enjoy that with my kids come the weekend. Yeah. How do you enjoy yourself in Los Angeles? Do you actually like go to the beach? Is it just music? Or do you actually go out and have fun? I try to be here mostly for work. Uh, it's not that I don't like to have a bit of time off, but if I'm not with my kids, the beach isn't as fun. And uh, and yeah, I like to just grind it out while I'm here on my own. I did go to the beach yesterday, though, to shoot a music video. Did not swim in the ocean because uh, I was just working all day, but I got to got to look at the ocean, which was I very, very nice. look at it. That's all. Just get your Instagram out, <laughs> the photo, and you can remember it forever. When, uh, when are you headed back home? I'll be flying back uh, tomorrow morning. So, uh, yeah, back home. My oldest daughter's turned six this weekend. So, um, to oh, me, awesome. it's very important to make my kids' birthdays and uh, and Christmas Eve. I can't make all the important occasions, but birthdays and Christmas Eve is uh, is kind of, I have to do that. Are they able to join you at shows? Have they done done so far? Yeah, they have sometimes. And uh, it's it's really nice. The youngest one doesn't really get it yet. She's only two and a half. But the big one, she uh, she finds it like interesting to sit in the window and, and watch dad perform. Does she kind of get what dad does? Is it just a cool job that she thinks you have? Or does she like, oh my gosh, my dad is a, a rock star. Sometimes like back in the day, she'd be like, oh dad, this is your song. I'm like, they're playing your song here and it's you singing it. And like, that would kind of freak her out a little. Uh, but then the other day she goes like, dad, you're world famous. And like, I don't really know who told her this. Like, It's something she kind of came up with herself. Uh, and I'm not really sure how she kind of figured it out or whatever, but uh, she knows what she's we, talking about. She's right. <laughs> we also got into a heated argument because uh, there's like this YouTube phenomenon called Just Dance and there isn't a Just Dance to any of my songs. And she got super angry with me for it because she's like, but Justin Bieber's songs are on there. Why aren't your songs? <laughs> It's like, I, I don't know if they want to do dance routines to these uh, emotional ballads, honey. I'm sorry. <laughs> the remix. You can do the remix with it. Yeah, but it was just a funny thing. She's like, Dad, you need to get it. I need to be able to dance to your song. <laughs> well, that's when you know she's probably on to something. So at some point, we need like a dance record. We need the dance record and we need the... There might be one coming in a minute. I'm, uh, I, I, I won't be able to confirm it because uh, what if it doesn't come out? But uh, I, I do believe a dance record is coming out in just a, just a few weeks' time. Well, before we get to that, let's talk about Wish You Were Here. Talk about a ballad or like this big emotional song. When did you start writing this song? Uh, I started this a few months ago, well, several, I guess, uh, with Ryan Tedder in Los Angeles. And we just ended up making it this big, anthemic, I miss you, friends song. Uh, I've written countless songs to my father who passed away and to friends who sadly passed away. And I have so many friends left and so many family members left that I wish I could bring to Los Angeles at any given moment or when I go out 
to say Southeast Asia and, and eat all this amazingly exotic food and fruits. And, and I just so many of my childhood friends that I can't bring along with me because they've got jobs, families and careers of their own to take care of. So uh, it's weird, you know, growing up and becoming a, a, re a real adult and all the dreams we had as kids, I'm out there living them and everybody else is stuck back home. And, you know, it is a song that I think so many people can relate to, whether it's just, uh, yeah, missing your friends, missing family, if you are traveling or if you move to another city to relocate for a job. How have your friends reacted when they first heard this song? Some of them heard them heard heard it the first time on stage this uh, this fall when I was out touring a little bit. And uh, and it was really nice to talk to them afterwards and have this whole like there's like, hey, we miss you, too, sometimes, you know, when you're gone and they go, they have all their parties and dinners and weddings that I'm not there at and funerals. I'm not there at. And uh, and it's nice to be missed. It's a it's a it's a sign that you're loved. Yeah. And you, you mentioned like weddings. I'm surprised like you just don't show up with the guitar or something and just kind of perform for friends just surprise them <laughs> out of nowhere i'd have to show up with a guitarist i don't play any instruments <laughs> uh, but uh yeah i mean i make the ones i make and it's a kind of it's like a condition of the job if i'm gone most of the time then i'll also miss most of the stuff right like, right but you're, you're, you're you know you're connecting with fans you're doing big things out there so you know you're you're an important part of people's lives as well. And also it's like, I, I don't think, I don't think anybody begrudges me. It's like someday when I'm done traveling the world and doing this for a living, I'll be able to help out with all sorts of other things and take care of people's kids and help them paint their house. Cause then like when I'm off, I'm actually off. You know what I mean? When I'm, when I'm not working, I'm not doing anything. I can, like I get up early with my kids. I make them forage. I drop them off. I pick them up. Like I, uh, I have the, I have all the time in the world when I'm not on tour. I think there's a there's a good balance that you can uh, you can work with it, and and you're making it happen. And you know, going back to the song real quick, working with Ryan Tedder on this record, what's it like working with Ryan? What's like the secret sauce that he kind of adds to a song? He's just an amazingly talented musician and songwriter, also a very talented producer, and uh, and I think his secret sauce is his tenacity. Like he just keeps going at it when when he has when he knows there's a good idea he'll not let it go it's uh it's a very inspiring process to watch because i mean ryan could have retired a decade ago and he's decided to just keep pushing and i think that's a very very i mean it's a it's a very honorable way of going about your business like yeah. he just keeps writing amazing songs for himself and other people and you can't you can't not be respectful of that I mean, I'm only 34 and I feel like I'm, I have so many things to yet learn. And Ryan is, a, is an amazing person to learn stuff from. It was very, I'm very grateful for having worked with him once and most likely being able to do so again. Yeah, I mean, it's a win-win with you two working together. And then let's throw in another person. You got Khalid on the record. How did you team up? It was Ryan that was like halfway through the, the creative process. He goes like, oh, you could carry the song by yourself, but let me call a friend. And like, would you be up to have a feature on? And then knowing Ryan's network, I was like, I, he could call one out of a thousand people and it would be real cool, you know? Right. Uh, and then to get, get, get a megastar like Khalid to want to collab with me on my song, he flew out to Copenhagen eventually. And, uh, and he, we recorded his stuff there and we went and had a, a really nice dinner. And, uh, and he's also just like Ryan, an amazing human being really nice guy 
and to me that's a really important part of, of the creative collaboration i want to have good days and i want to work with good people right could this be the first of um you know many collaborations you think with either ryan or uh Khalid? hopefully i mean i'm not shutting anything out but uh i also understand that that being creative sometimes entails working with different people at different times and pushing your own boundaries. So uh, if it was just the one, I'm super grateful for that. If we do uh, 10 more, I would also love that. Yeah. Well, it's such a great song. And, you know, performing it for the first time, when you take it, you write it, then you record, it's finally done. What's it like when you get out there on stage and perform a song for the first time? It's a superhuman feeling because mostly when I go on stage now, you have thousands of people singing the words back at me. And then when you when you perform a song that is being released in a week or tomorrow, no one can sing it back at you. And it's it's like starting over. It's like that feeling I had 10, 12 years ago at our first shows where nobody knows who you are. Nobody knows what they're expecting. And then, like, I, yeah, like that first night when we performed this song, it was it was completely amazing, like just having three minutes of feeling like the beginning again. Yeah, no, it's so cool to hear it. Now, is this also a part of a, a bigger body of work that you want to put together? Yeah, I just mixed and mastered a whole album that's coming out, preferably the first week of January. And uh, yeah, it's going to be the pink album in my little color album series. My youngest, my oldest daughter was like, why don't you make the next CD pink? I like pink. And I was like, okay, I'll <laughs> I don't think she used the word CD, though she probably don't even know what it is. <laughs> no, that is, yeah. Uh, but but it was like I like I like the color thing, you know. Some of my favorite albums, like the Beatles, the White Album, or Metallica's Black Album, is like something about connecting a color with an artist that I I find really cool. And uh, and then I can keep like the artwork's been the same throughout all the albums I've released, and uh, and that just the color changes, which I think is kind of cool. Well, I like the ring of that, Lucas Graham, the Pink Album. I mean, you don't put on pink if you're having a bad day, right? No, it's always a great, like, great color. You feel good when you put on pink. Exactly. Pink is a good day color. And yeah. this album is more positive and, and a little more upbeat than the last one I put out. So uh, I, th I felt that pink really suited it. And I think your, your daughter is onto something. When, when, we, when we do get the CD, because they still make CDs, you can take that around and carry around your pink album. Exactly. Well, can, uh, can we expect more big emotional songs um, to follow on this album? Definitely. There is a, there's, a, there's a big ballad with the country singer Mickey Guyton that, uh, that I'm really stoked about. It's one of my favorite songs to perform live at the moment. Um, and it's been fun performing that one live this, this August when I did some big shows because that's not released and there was no plan to release it before the album drops. And then just seeing people's reaction to the song and then seeing their comments on the internet, not being able to like, get it anywhere or stream it anywhere. That's a, that's a kind of a funny feeling too. Um, I wrote a tribute to my my grandma called The Say Forever that's on that album too, but it's like more up-tempo, it's more driven than Wish You Were Here. And I mean, the whole album just moves a little more and I'm back to my autobiographical songwriting mm -hmm. with a little bit of conceptual writing in there. Um, but yeah, what I like about the way I write albums is that you kind of get a snapshot into my life. And the Pink album is just a little, it's like a longer narrative, I guess, the, because some of the songs were written in 2019 and some of the songs have been written and finished here in 2022. So it's a, it's, it's usually a long process for me when I drop albums. So you get, you get to see a little bit of what my life's been like in the meantime. No, yeah. It's like we get to capture the moment 
you know, of your life in an album um, or that part of your life in an album, which we look forward to. And we can expect that in January, you're thinking? I think the first week of January, but let's see if, uh, if my label feels the same way. And can we expect a, um, a tour in the States at some point as well? I would love to come back and tour. I know the scheduling has been a little messed up after COVID. A lot of tours have been pushed and rescheduled and like slots, different venues are a little hard to get. So um, I think I'm going to put out a lot of music and then plan a really good tour when it suits the best. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I miss touring the States. I love visiting like East, West, North, South and everything in between. It's a, it's a nice cultural melting pot that I, I enjoy visiting and, and, it is. We would I mean, love to see think... you here in Chicago. It would be amazing. Chicago's always been the one to sell out the quickest for me. I mean, I, I've always had a good time there. Well, great. Well, we look forward to hopefully getting back on tour, an album in January, uh, the new single, Wish You Were Here with Khalid. And, you know, before you go, what's like the daily routine for you? I see that you're, you're working out on, on Instagram. You're staying, you're staying in shape. Yeah, I mean, I have this thing about I want to be like stronger and quicker and more mobile than my kids for as long as possible. I want to be able to do more than they can and, and follow them wherever they go and, and do whatever they want to do. Um, I had a dad that was very, like he was very, very, very strong. Like he'd take us for swims and he could out swim me and all my friends. Like if we were going on a bike somewhere, he'd be able to go longer and further than all of us. And um, like he passed away at the age of 61 because he didn't take care of his health in all aspects of life. Um, and I, I just don't want to go down that way. I want to be that, I, like, I want to be a strong, mobile, healthy dad that's able to do whatever his kids wants to do. And also, it helps me on stage to just deliver better and not be as completely shattered the next day after running around for 90 minutes singing my heart out. Right. You just feel better when you get into that routine of, of working out. And yeah, you're able to do way more things and able to do it the next day. Oh yeah, working out, swimming, eating good food. And, uh, and I mean, my routine changes. I don't have a lot of routines. So mainly my workouts and my either cold showers or like swimming in a, in a pool or the ocean is what I'd like to do every morning. And then depending on where I am in the world and what my job requires of me, it changes. But um, if I'm at home, I'll cook breakfast for my kids before I go and drop them off before I go to the gym. Then I'll get whatever work done I need to get done, pick them up around three go home, cook dinner, <laughs> read them books, you know. You were in the dad grind. And I love it. I mean, I always wanted kids. And and I think even though I'm gone for a big chunk every year, I think I get more like time time with my kids. Like I can just switch the phones off and then just be with them. Yeah. On Instagram, on TikTok, I mean, you are a great father. You look like you're staying in shape and taking care of the kids. So I, I think that's a great role model, great influence for others. So keep doing that. And, you know, uh, before we go coming up also, you had Halloween coming up. Are you a big Halloween guy? Not a big Halloween guy, but it's been taking over my life since my kids got in. Uh, Halloween has, uh, has like moved into Danish culture quite late. I mean, it's an old Celtic holiday that blew, blew up in the States and now it's all over the world. And I'm most likely will be dressing my kids up as pumpkins or zombies or witches. And, and we're going to go have some fun. They're not going it's, like the Star Wars route. They're not like want to be a Jedi or anything like that. I mean, I wouldn't like, I think if, if you go Halloween, you should go traditional Halloween. We can't start. We have something called Fest Alone in Denmark where they can dress up as anything. And then six months later comes Halloween and then it's something zombie, scary, deathy. 
Okay. What what is that called again? Uh, Festalown. Festalown. I think. Yeah. What is Festalown even, Oscar? Do you? It's like an old. It's like an old Danish thing. They basically you make some special pastries. <laughs> they the special pastries that you eat that on that day, and we uh, we go around or the kids go around with uh, their uh, piggy banks, basically begging money off people, or they'll they'll create mischief. So okay. Halloween is the cheaper version where you just give them candy <laughs> on Festalown. You have to give them real money. Give them money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. When is when is that? It's it's six months after Halloween when, or six yeah. months before? Yeah, well, when, well, when's Festalown, Oscar? It's like in the early 12th of February. So it's like a couple okay. months in between. All right, I'm writing that down. 12th of February, Festalown. Lucas, thank you so much for taking the time. Really appreciate you talking with The Mix. Uh, wish you were here is out I, we actually wish you were here uh, at some point wish and, i was um, there man i asked if i was speaking to chicago i was like oh i remember this restaurant avec that we go to when we're in chicago just the best food all seasonal stuff like yeah well it'll i be got my for spot you. yeah you got your spot. <laughs> we'll be ready for you well lucas graham thank you so much for taking the time uh we're talking with 101.9 the mix really appreciate it thank you very much and have a wonderful day same to you. Enjoy Los Angeles. A few more days. I, I will indeed. <laughs> Bye. See you later.